Episode 51, How to Live Your Stand, with Matthew Ames. Welcome to the story in your head. I'm Ron Macklin, and today guest Matthew Ames and I discuss what it means to be your stand. We share some of our own personal stands and ways that we remedy the situation if we notice we aren't living those stands. Are you looking to strengthen your relationships, whether personally or professionally? You want to learn how to build authentic connections faster, or perhaps you're looking to beat employee burnout through the power of connection. My name is Ron Macklin, founder of Macklin Connection, and in our workshops, we teach you the fundamentals of how to do exactly that and more. To learn more of the power of your relationships, visit us at MacklinConnection.com. Welcome to the story in your head. I'm Ron Macklin, and our guest today is Matthew Ames. Matthew, you could just give a brief introduction, like who you are, where you live. Yeah. Tell me about your family. Any, anything that's important to you. Yeah. So I'm I'm Matthew Ames. I live in Austin, Texas. I've been married to my wife Ada for 16, coming on 17 years here. I'm a father of three. I have a 13-year-old son who's actually he's going to turn 14 on Monday. His name is Orlando. He shaved for the first time the other day, which was pretty exciting. And I have two 10-year-old twin daughters who are exploring volleyball these days, and it's, it's a lot of fun and great to watch. I'm a realtor here in Austin, Texas. So for the last 13 years, I've been building a business working exclusively by referral. And so I have been really focused on building long-term relationships with my clients and building a relationship business that has brought me to be a top performing realtor in Austin. I love what I do, and my family is why I do it, to take care of them, to live a good life now and live a good life until my wife and I are 80, 90 plus years old. What is it, uh, thanks Matthew, what is it about being a realtor that is so passionate or exciting for you? It's helping people fulfill one of the most important things they're going to do for their for taking care of themselves, which is finding the house that they're going to live in, the shelter that takes care of them and their family, and helping them in a way that they find the house that's best for them and their family. So I can approach it with no agenda of my own other than what are you after? What, what are you looking for? And helping them find their way to that with all this kind of knowledge and background of houses and, and the market that I can offer them to help them make their, their choices. That's great. How did you, how did you become a realtor? Like what, what was that story? How, how did you get there? So before I was a realtor, I was an, I was an architect. I, I moved to Austin to study architecture at the university of Texas. That's where I met my wife. And shortly after graduating, as, as our relationship was progressing, we decided it was time to buy a house. And it was something that was important to both of us. And we sought out referrals and we were referred to an agent here in, in, in Austin. And the experience was amazing. I loved every minute of looking for houses, being with the agent, learning with that agent. And, and 
his very same philosophy of, of working exclusively by referral and building relationships with his clients. And I remember telling my wife, you know, during the day, this, this is what I was be, would be doing is looking at houses. And, and I wasn't doing architecture. I was looking for houses and, and boy, if, if, if this, you know, working with this person, this agent would be so amazing. It's too bad he doesn't do architecture because if he did architecture, I'd be there in a minute just because of the philosophy of the way he was working. So we bought our house and we maintained a relationship with this person and we actually did some architectural work for him. And I came to a moment in my career where I was ready for a transition to start my own architecture firm or do something entirely different. And he was someone I reached out to to talk about this this new transition with and he said you know if you want to be a realtor look like let's sit down and talk and he and i had multiple conversations and as i met with him and some other folks in the real estate industry it, it became clear to me not only from my past experience that this was something that that i could that i had a lot of passion for I was excited to learn and get in there and, and help some people. So what was that like to leave the world of being an architect to become a realtor? It was, there were, there were moments of challenge and the, the challenge was, so all my first clients were architects because that's who I knew and my, and my business was built from who I knew. And so I helped a lot of, a lot of architects buy houses and the, the challenge was working to shift an identity away from architecture to, Hey, I'm a realtor now, but this is, this is the domain in which I can help you and building the knowledge base to build that identity as this, I can help you with your house, with the market, with investing. And yeah, that's great. So you, you've been like practicing with us and in, in the Macklin connection for a few years now, what difference have you produced for yourself working with us? There's, there's a lot of spaces where there's change and, and new space has been produced. And a lot of it has been, a lot of it's been organized around believing in myself and leading myself. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot and that I, that I find powerful is, is creating myself as enough. That everything that I've produced up into this moment is enough to, to, be present and contribute in that moment. And it, it may not be perfect. I'm, I might screw it all up, but that's where I learn. And, and I'm, I'm still enough and I can be enough for that, for that next moment and that next challenge to help people. That's great. Now our, our normal process that we, that we teach the Macklin method, it has seven different parts. What part's your favorite? Which part do you use the most? Well, recently what's been showing up is stand and the stand, you know, what I will do, what I won't do and what I might do. And what I've been kind of working and noticing a lot lately is like, there's always a stand there. We are, we act from a stand and there is a stand there and it's, it's, is it the stand that I intended? And so really building the practice of noticing what I'm acting from what stand am I, is it the stand I intend or is it just a stand that showed up for me? Thanks, Matthew. How do you hold like, or give me an example like of a stand. So one stand for me is like, it's always my stand to show up and contribute. Like that's that I'm, I'm here. I'm present. I'm right now. I'm with Ron. 
and my my stand is to contribute to Ron and to this podcast. Got it. And I know the steps are actually to be your stand. Like, how do you move with the what is like for you to be? What does that mean for you? I don't I don't want to give you any easy ones, Matthew. Right? Yes. Yes. Being my stand. So, so the way I'm thinking about this, I'm always being a stand where, where I'm, what I'm working to produce is being the stand that I, that I intend. And being, being my stand means I act from what I've declared is important to me. It's what I, what I've declared is that I will do, what I won't do, and what I might do. What happens when you're not being your stand, or have, have you ever found yourself not being your stand? So, so that that's what I'm what I'm working here is is there's very often that I'm not the stand I'm not being the stand that I intend, or that you know the stand that I wrote down that I have saved on my computer. I forget my stand sometimes, and the practices that I'm working is to notice notice that when I'm not being what I've declared is my stand. And what's important to me, and that's an opportunity to, if I need to, go back and clean that up, or to reconstitute. What is it? What do you mean by clean it up? How, how, how do you do that? So when I'm not being my my intended stand, I might say or do things that that aren't congruent with the stand I intend. Whether that's with my wife or my kids or with my clients, my colleagues. When I'm in a practice of noticing not being my stand, there's an opportunity to go back to that person and say, hey, look, this, this happened. It was not my intention. This is not, I was not being my stand. This is how I can perform in the future and be with you in the future and my intention of how to be with you, like my stand for you going forward and how to recommit to them and to myself. That's really powerful. Thank you, Matthew. What is the, and don't, don't worry, you'll get your chance to ask questions too. Is a stand, do you hold it, is it just something like your stand for yourself? Or do you also have stand for others? Yeah, that's great. So part of my stand is to be a stand for others, which for me means knowing what matters to them and what's important to them and being a space to help them find ways to produce that for themselves. Like I, I can't accomplish what they want to accomplish for them, but I can be a stand for them and create space that allows them to step into, to create, to be, to be their stand. Got it. That's really cool. Thank you. Now you've led sessions like the program, right? And tell me what, what, what is it like to, to lead the Macklin method to, to somebody else and, and with regards to your, your stand? Leading for me is is one of those selfishly altruistic and altruistically selfish opportunities that I have. It's an incredible way to show up and contribute to others. When when they sign up for the workshop, I I listen. That is like that's their stand is to go through this and produce something for themselves. And so when I can show up to and lead them, I I listen for their stands and lead in a way that allows them to step into the space to create the whatever it is they're after creating by doing the workshop and that the, like the selfish part of that is is i i learn from them as as they create 
their their new worlds or the new space or whatever they're stepping into for their stand, I learn from them and and learn from from leading them. Can you give us a little more description around the the space and them stepping into the space? Like, what does that what does that look like, or, or tell us some more about that so people can like get an idea what that means for you? So creating creating space the way I'm trying to work it here is creating opportunities for them to invent new stories for themselves about how they see the world or what they want to do or how they want to engage with people that are important to them. And so the, the stepping into it is them inventing for themselves new stories and, and really new worlds. Yeah, Matthew, I thank you. And it is... It is one of the most rewarding things that I've noticed myself being in the world is to be around other people when they discover something, when they step into creating something new and, and producing their own life. And, and knowing that in some small way, we, we made some difference, but we didn't do it. They, they did it. They stepped in. And the power of that, because when I do that, when somebody creates a space and I step into it, I never forget it. It just lives with me. Because like, I, I go, oh, new discovery. Oh, this is really cool. Well, I could do this. I could do that. I could be in the space. I could, I can open up. I can go someplace. I could not go someplace. Like all kinds of new spaces for me that I didn't have before. And when I watch other people do that, and it's, it's rewarding. That's scary as hell. Because when they, when they step into it, you have no idea where they're going to go with it. Like you just no idea, which is exciting and scary. Because, right? because you really have in many ways, enabled them to create their own life. And they are the ones who did it. We just created space. I love that. What's the, what's the funnest part for you in, in leading others or coaching somebody else from our programs? It's, it's one of the other parts of the, of the method, which is, is watching that imaginal moment. When, I'm, when I happen to be with them when it happens, sometimes they happen after we've we've separated and we've gone our separate ways and they'll come back and go oh but being with someone as as you can see their story the invention of a new story happening and it it produces almost immediate new action for them and they they just they pivot right in front of you that that like like you said that is scary but also just amazing and and an honor to watch that they've produced and, and created that right in front of me. Yeah, thanks, Matthew. I have this space where I, the distinction I hold for magic is when we don't understand the mechanics of it. When somebody's a magician, they're just hiding the mechanics of what they're doing. We don't see it. But when they're having those imaginal moments, that's as close to real magic as you can get. Because Something's happening and creating in a world that you, you get to watch, and you didn't really, you're not the one doing it. They're creating who they want to be. Many times when they thought they couldn't do it, I think they didn't think they were smart enough or strong enough or fast enough or whatever the story was to watch them create that. Well, thank you, Matthew. Is there anything else you want to share about being your stand, being your stand for others? The, the last thing I would, would share here is, is, you know, my experience in real estate has been this journey of helping people discover, you know, where they want to live. And, and and helping them create that for themselves, and I'm 
working a new offer of with you of just being that person in people's lives as a you know we're calling ourselves coaches and so this this taking these practices and skills i've learned as of helping people find homes of now sort of being with people as they are on their journey through life and finding new ways to show up for them and contribute to them to help them create the life that they that is their stand and being a stand for them as they as they create that it's it's like i'm excited to be stepping into that and then working it and it's 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 helping me really fill out that show up and contribute thank you matthew I'll share my, my noticing of you as a coach and as a leader. And like it's, it's one space for me to notice you through my own distinctions, right? Like, so I, I watch you and I've watched you lead and in that space I go, it's very, very humble, very passionate, very centered individual and tosses some really amazing lines and questions. But the gossip that comes back from the sessions that Matthew leads and the, the people who have had interactions with him are amazing. The spaces that you open for them and the lines you toss, the questions you ask, I'm sure, I know there are people still sitting around going, like it's a whole new world for them. And in some ways they're going like, oh, Matthew, help me with this. And most importantly, they go, this is a new world. I didn't know I had this world. And they're in, they're in the game and they're out and going after it. So congratulations and thank you, Matthew. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up now. What questions do you have for me? Thank you. Well, since since we're talking about stand, I, I would love to hear your stand for this podcast, and then I have a follow up question for that. Okay, great. The name of the podcast, which is the story in your head, and our goal for the podcast, resolves around all that self talk that sits in your own head, and and the self talk has a bias. It served us very 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 well over the last couple hundred thousand years. It's fear, right? It's being afraid. It's running away. And it is really a useful skill when you're in the, the world called, or we call the jungle, right? Like, like biology in the world of animals and all that space because it, it takes care of us and it pulls us together, right? Because we're, we're stronger when we're together as social animals. But it also keeps us from taking on the challenges that we're passionate about because we don't have the confidence or the fears got the best of us. And that's normal. And our goal for the whole podcast is to make it to where it's not that we can ever take the fear away. You can know that you're not alone because you're afraid. I was in a, a room full of what I, what I considered, right, the 150 of the most powerful people in Kansas City. I don't know if it was all the 150, but I'd say we had 150 of the top 5,000. And when uh, uh, Bowen White, Dr. Bowen White, was having a conversation, he said, how many of you in this room are afraid? And you think there's something wrong with you that you're afraid. And everybody raised their hand. And that's part of the, the beginning of the story because I was in the room. Part of the story is, is to give people a chance to see that they're not alone, that we all have that story in our head and we all have fear. And we can notice the fear and keep moving. And my ground since that time, I did that conversation in 1996 or seven with Bowen White. And since that time, what I notice is the more power, which is not like authoritarian, right? It's power, the ability to get something done 
the more power somebody has, the more they talk about their fears. Like they still have the story in their head about the fear. They just talk about it. It's not a big deal. Like it is, there it is. Yep, I was afraid. Oh, yeah, I could fail. Yep, I could be ruined. And they talk about it. And it's real. And it doesn't stop them. And the goal for this podcast is for all of us to be able to connect around that story of, yeah, we all have a story in our head. And yes, it has a bias. It's fear. And it doesn't have to stop us. What are our passions? What do we want to do? Keep going. And you're not alone. In fact, you're normal that you have those fears. Of which my goal is to be as normal as I can. To fit in. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Got it. Yeah. So, so that's the purpose of the podcast. What new has come out of the podcast for you? Or what, what new, what's something new that you've produced for yourself out of this podcast? Personally, just recently, I'd say I, I, I built a common understanding of what I do with my father. So he's been listening to the podcast, right? And so just because of that, because we share our stories here, and now he can listen to them. I think it's because he can listen to them with me not there, right? Because there's not the pressure of being dad or son or all that. Just listen to it. There's a space where I'm, I'm, we're connecting in a different space. That's part of it. Every time I get on a podcast, I learn something from the guest. It's amazing how all over the country and all over the world, and they all have the same story. They all have the same story in their head. They're not enough, not strong enough, not fast enough, not, not whatever, right? Or there's something wrong with them because they have these fears or because they were born who they were born, where they were born, what to what they were born. And it's just, it's fascinating to see that all the different tactics that people have used to deal with those stories in their head. And big shout out to Brent from Sparkade who helped us with the name of the podcast because we were working on it and going back and forth and back and forth. And finally he just goes, oh man, the name of this podcast is the story in your head. And, and as I reflected back, I go, you know, I say that all the time. And it's like, it's a perfect space. And most people, I think, in the world don't hold that it's just a story we made up. It's not real. We don't know what's real. And that's the space for us to do that. And it makes it easier to talk about the more people we interview on the podcast because we find more and more people are just like us. And we have to do something that's scary. It's a lot easier. Not to be confused with easy. It's easier. What, what I what I listen there is is the the more you the more people you talk to you notice the the stories of the fears and the not enough is is a is a common story through the population and as that as that becomes known as common it gets easier and easier to sort of be with be with those fears and, and not enoughs and, and the, all the stories of in your head. And just let them be. Well, let them be. I, I don't have a, and a podcast has helped with this, but I don't have a story that I need to get rid of my fears. If anything, I, I, I kind of kind of love my fears now. They're still fears. They're still scary. They still wake me up at 2 a.m. and won't let me go back to sleep till 4 a.m. But they're still my fears. They just don't have me. I have them. When I remember that they're just my fears. Every now and, you, every now and then you don't have that memory, right? You just go, oh, I'm in, ah. And then you go, oh, wait a minute. That's just a story. Yeah, I went, I went back to, we spoke recently of the this distinct, distinguishing between confronting your fears, like doing battle with them, and, and as you just said, loving them, just, just being with them, let them be, they're there, and then you can set them aside and, and get busy. 
and imagine a world where everybody holds that. that that's how we deal with our fears. It's beautiful. What are you intending to produce? Like it, like we're coming up, we're coming up on the end of the year. What are you intending to produce in the next year for with this podcast? It's a great question, which is code for I don't have an answer yet. <laughs> like for this podcast to continue to become like connect to a more diverse group of people, so that no matter what your story is that you have in your head. You can find somebody in our podcast that would go, I can relate to that person. It seems to quiet our fears when we look around and go, oh, that person's like me. That could be race. It could be background. It could be geographic location. It could be sex. It could, all those different things that it could be. Are you oriented to the world? Inside, we all have the same story. We're not enough. And we have fear. And the more we can connect with people, and the more people can see that even the people who look like they got it all together, same thing, right? One of the most, I would say the most powerful, one of, one of I say the top 10 for me who I've met in life, he wrote me a, I, I sent him, we'd, we'd gone through something, I sent him a thank you, right? And he goes, Ron, I'm really glad to see your life working out. This is fantastic. And I responded back, I don't know what the hell you thinking that my life is working out. I got this pain, this stress, this stress, this stress, this is not working out. I'm not here. I can't get here and all this kind of stuff, right? And he writes back and goes, I'm so glad to hear you speak that way. Because me too. <laughs> right? I, I'm in the same, everything you wrote, you wrote about on that, I have the same ones. I have the same fears. I'm just going like, to be able to talk about it takes the power away from the fear. And we can connect with people and see that they're just like us. And being like us means that they're afraid, that they have those fears. And we can talk about them. It opens up a new space for everybody so that's the podcast continually looking for what new options we can find in the space of who we could connect to to get on the podcast that could open up a space for other people to say well if they did it maybe i could do it and that's the beginning of like you like you said earlier that's creating a space that people can step into we can't get anybody to do anything i did run that experiment way too many times we, we can't we can't get anybody to do anything ever they choose to do it or they don't. That's correct. Oh, wait, let me rephrase that. That's how I hold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a belief, shout out to Phil Mesher, who's not around anymore, but one of my first bosses says, you know, said everybody shows up to work every day, do a good job. And then as management, we screw it up, right? And I go, oh, that's really good, yeah. Um, everybody wants to do a good job. Everyone wants to have a good life until fear gets in the way. And then when we can talk about our fears, it takes it away. Well, thanks, Matthew, and I appreciate you being on our podcast today. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? No, I, I think I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I said I was complete, and then I started talking. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This, this was a, 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 wonderful, a wonderful experience. I, I felt taken care of, comfortable, heard, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. You're very welcome. And uh, for all those who are listening, if you if you need a realtor in the, the city of Austin, Matthew Ames is your guy. I really trust everything about what he's up to and what he's doing. And I think he would be a wonderful job of taking care of your real estate needs. And because I know he's in the coaching space, right? And he wants to become a coach. If you get a chance to be in one of his sessions or to work with him as a coach, 
he is peaceful, he's calm, and he's amazing. And get ready. Uh, one of my sayings is get your seatbelt on because Matthew's insights are very powerful. So with that, Matthew, I say thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. At Macklin Connection, we believe making authentic connections with others can literally change your world. We invite you to share this podcast with one person that you care about. Maybe it's someone you haven't spoken with in a really long time and you'd love to reconnect. Or maybe it's the first person that popped into your head when you listened to this podcast because you thought it would be perfect for them. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.